Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. I shared last week that it was while I was jogging on Big Sycamore Canyon Trail in Thousand Oaks that I heard God's call to go to seminary. It was while I was hiking in the mountains of Montecito after an especially difficult freshman year at Westmont College that I heard God's reassurance that he loves me. He will take care of me. It will be okay. It was in worship at Ascension Lutheran Church in Thousand Oaks that I heard God's call to become an ordained minister. I was sitting in the pew watching the pastors prepare communion and the voice of God inside my heart said, don't you want to be a part of that? It was while I was walking along Bear Creek Canyon Trail in La Quinta Cove this Thursday morning that the introduction to this sermon in church this morning came together. Church and nature. Where do you hear the voice of our good shepherd? As Jesus says in our reading from the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter today, my sheep hear my voice and follow me. Jesus offers this teaching toward the end of his public ministry during one of his trips to Jerusalem at the Feast of the Dedication, known to us as Hanukkah, which celebrates the restoration and rededication of the temple in Jerusalem after it had been devastated by the Seleucid Empire. Jesus is walking in the temple courtyard when members of the Jewish community in Jerusalem approach him and demand that he tell them plainly if he is the Messiah, the one sent by God to free the people from oppression, to restore them and the whole creation, to bring ultimate and lasting peace. Jesus had recently restored sight to a man who had been born blind a powerful act of healing that has sparked a heated debate among the Jewish community regarding who exactly Jesus is and who has given him the authority to do and say what he's doing and saying. And in the midst of this debate about his identity and mission, Jesus states twice, I am the good shepherd who knows and cares for the sheep because they belong to him, who lays down and takes up his life for the sheep, whose sheep hear his voice and follow him. During my pastoral internship in Sierra Vista, Arizona, I had the opportunity to participate in an annual ecumenical Blessing of the Vines at Sonoida Vineyards in Elgin. And after the service, I was chatting with Father Greg, a priest at one of the local Catholic churches. 
And he shared with me that in his previous professional life, he had been a shepherd. And that shepherds physically check each and every one of their sheep every day to make sure that they're healthy. And so indeed, shepherds know their sheep, and those sheep know their shepherd. They will come when their shepherd calls, and they shy away from strangers. They will follow where their shepherd leads. In describing himself as a shepherd, Jesus uses a metaphor from the daily life of the people to whom he first spoke these words and from the experience of shepherds from that time to this. Sheep are simple social animals who don't do well on their own. I can't help but think here of the 1995 movie Babe, which if you haven't seen, I highly recommend. Especially in that time and place, sheep were vulnerable to predators and thieves. They might get lost or injured. They might stray away from sources of food and water. And so shepherds stayed with their sheep 24-7, night and day. They never left their sheep alone. They slept out in the fields watching their flocks by night. The Hebrew word for shepherd, roah, means to befriend, to accompany, to associate with. It also indicated a person called by the Lord to tend to the sheep, the people, the community of faith. The Latin word for shepherd is pastor. Shepherds would use a staff to nudge the sheep along toward clean waters and green pastures. They would use rods, clubs made of wood to defend the sheep against predators. They would lead the sheep along the right path for health and well-being. And so shepherd is a frequent image for the Lord throughout Scripture. As David, who was a shepherd and a musician before he became a king, writes in the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Using this lovely metaphor to express that the Lord does for us what a good shepherd does for the sheep. The Lord never leaves us alone. He is with us 24-7, night and day. Even as we go through the darkest valleys, even as we go through the most difficult times in our lives, even as we experience suffering in this broken world, God is with us always. The Lord provides everything we truly need to survive and thrive. The Lord defends us against all that would ultimately do us harm. The Lord guides us on the right path for health and well-being, the path of goodness and mercy the path that leads us home. And so our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of all creation in the flesh, does for us 
Jesus, our good shepherd, who is also, as Revelation 7 declares, the lamb who sacrificed himself for us, who leads us to living waters, who will one day wipe every tear from our eyes, did not run when the wolves came. Just a few months after he spoke these words, Jesus allowed himself to be arrested and tried and sentenced to death. He laid down his life. He suffered and died on the cross, and he took his life up again. On the third day, he rose from death to life. Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, joined with us so that we might join with him. He saved us. He defeated death and freed us from it. He gives us life now and forever. He loves us and is with us always. And no one can ever snatch us out of his hand. We are his. The sheep of our good shepherd who calls us to follow where he leads who calls us to speak his good news, who calls us to do his good work. Forty days after Jesus rose from the dead, on the day he ascended into heaven, Jesus told his disciples that they would be empowered by the Holy Spirit and they would be his witnesses from Jerusalem out through the region of Judea, out through the neighboring region of Samaria, all the way out to the ends of the earth, all the way, for example, to Palm Desert, California. The book of Acts recounts the acts and words of the disciples as they shared the gospel. Disciples like Simon Peter who spent three years with Jesus learning from him how to be like him, who, as we heard last week, was commissioned by Jesus as they sat together on the shore of the Sea of Galilee to tend the sheep of the growing Christian community, who received the power of the Holy Spirit and boldly preached the gospel and healed the sick, and even, as the author Luke recounts in Acts 9, brought a woman named Tabitha back from death to life. An extraordinary event that healed not only Tabitha, but the entire community who so dearly loved her. That demonstrated in a temporal moment the transcendent reality that death is not the end of the story that led many to believe in the life-giving, life-changing power of Jesus Christ. Disciples like Tabitha. Tabitha is her name in Hebrew. Luke, the author, also gives her name in Greek, Dorcas, which means gazelle an animal that represents grace and beauty in Middle Eastern cultures. The fact that Tabitha, Dorcas, is known by both her Greek and Hebrew names, like Simon, Peter, 
indicates that she served in both Gentile and Jewish communities. She was perhaps a bridge builder. In that early Christian community in Joppa, the city in which she lived. And that Luke specifically describes her as a disciple indicates that she was a leader in the local church. Tabitha was devoted to acts of charity and good works. She dedicated her time, her skills, her resources to helping others. That phrase in Greek, acts of charity, indicates giving alms, giving financially to provide for the poor. And she personally made and distributed clothes to give to the widows throughout her community. There are still Dorcas circles named after her throughout our world today that continue to provide clothes and other necessities to those in need. She made a real difference in people's lives. Tabitha heard the voice of her good shepherd to care for his sheep, and she did. May we do the same. May we find that sacred space and time every day in nature, in worship, in a quiet corner, in our home, wherever it may be, to listen to the voice of our good shepherd. May we come to know him ever more fully in prayer, in reading the Gospels, in regular worship, in community with our fellow sheep, growing together and supporting each other and discerning God's will, in service to others that changes lives for the better. May we follow where our good shepherd leads. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.